This is Biz. I'm a stay-at-home mom with a preschooler. And I'm Teresa, a working mom with a toddler. This is a show about life after giving life. We all need a place to vent, so don't listen with your kids because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, it's Father's Day, so let's hear it for dads. And we talk with comedian and dad, Al Madrigal. Woo! Dads. Dads. How are you, Teresa? I'm fine now. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. God, when I woke up this morning, I just... It was just one of those mornings where I just wanted to cry. <laughs> like, for no reason. I just wanted to cry. Just everything was too much. Did you? No, I didn't. Did you just cram it? I just <laughs> I just plowed ahead. <sighs> you didn't just walk through the morning crying? No, I didn't. Mm. Well, see, now this goes back to last week's episode. Why? Why? Why did you not cry? Oh, why didn't I cry? Why did you choose not to cry? It was almost like it was, like, not worth it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I was just like, really? I don't know. Yeah. Fuck. And And I I just... (laughs) (laughs) I have physically felt the need, like, that same sort of overwhelming sadness, Uh but then can't cry. Uh Like, there's no, like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I guess that's it. It's the, eh, oh, well. Yeah, it's just like this... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this again this um, forever sadness oh well oh that stinks it's okay I like I you know had some coffee worked through it <laughs> here I am Do a little, everything's fine everything's fine um I'm sorry oh it's fine how are you doing yeah I'm fine okay. um the- how's the hormones treating you Fine. (laughs) Right now, they're just like uh, focusing on giving me uh, nonstop headaches. Um, But uh, I think we're, I think we're going back to like a weird separation phase with Katie Bell. Like, so the last two weeks, when I take her to school, she's going through the whole. Like, I don't want you to leave uh, thing again. I mean, we just got through with, like, two months of yeah. her, like, not even sticking with me to sign in. Her just, yeah. like, taking off yeah. when we walked in the door. And now we're kind of back in that, you know. And she recently had, like, an incident at school where she kind of, like, she was hitting uh, some kids and behaving badly with teacher. And we worked out what that was about. Uh-huh. Um, and... Uh, but I wonder if she, like, is still kind of holding on to that. Oh, yeah. Bit. You know, but we also still have the sleep thing where she's waking up three or four times at night and wants us to keep tucking her in. Like, mm-hmm. she wants us. She's missing us. And I think it's too early for this to be tied into the baby, I think. But I, you know, no, but yeah. I think we're just going through a weird connection phase yeah. again. Yeah, I feel like you're not going to find the answer. No, like, I don't I think, yeah, like, I agree. You know what I mean? I agree. Like, I feel like anytime, because Simon has had like a couple times where he'll be crying during the day when I'm not there, and the teachers will say, you know, he cried for a little bit for you. Yeah. Then he was fine. And then, like, I'll be like, oh. And then they'll just (laughs) say, like, you know, they just do this sometimes. And then they stop. And he, and he did. Like, I feel like, yeah, no, I think it's just like one of those phases we're getting. And then, like, something's going to happen. Like, I know that, like, next in like two weeks, they're going to shift into full on water play. Oh, that's at the summer. It's just all they're doing is water. And she's way into that. So, 
Um, That'll be better. Yeah. How do you how do you handle it like in the morning? Because I feel like if it's been a while, you might not like I know, be I, prepared, and then you, it takes you by surprise. Well, it still makes me sad. You know, yeah. like my instinct is always fuck this place. Yeah, <laughs> we're You're going home, with baby. Me. Yeah. Gotta yeah. watch Curious George all day, and then like, but I know thirty minutes into that, I'd be yeah. like, really need the day. Yeah. Um, and uh, no, like we just try and like. You know, I never try and do the harsh separation, but I do try and find us a teacher, and I do try and, like, at least give her two things that I'll do with her. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I'll watch her set something up, and and then I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and my the rule is that I have a hard time with, but I need to do, is when I say, I'll do this thing with you, but then I'm going to have to go, and you're mm-hmm. going to have to— let me go. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do that. Mm-hmm. And, like, we try and do – and the teachers really are good about helping move on. Mm-hmm. You know, and we do a thing where, like, we make faces at each other when we leave. Like, oh, so we try cute. and keep her face smiling. Like, yeah. Bleh, you know, like yeah. that kind of thing. And so that tends to work most of the time. Uh-huh. But sometimes it's, like, the saddest little – oh, like, oh, yeah. Yeah. my heart. So whatever. Yeah. Okay. Eh, fine. So who cares? <laughs> who gives a shit? <laughs> Grow up, three-year-old. This is what life is about. Because you know, if if it was her dad, if it was a dad, he'd just walk away. Of course he would. Because he, he probably wouldn't even notice that his kid was crying. I know. He's busy. He's probably on his phone. Probably is on his phone. Because, you know, that's what dads are like. Right. Uh, he probably dropped her off at the wrong school altogether. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's move into our topic of the day. Yes. Dads. Please take a moment to remember, if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you. Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice. Ms. and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. <laughs> this is at Dad's. This is the show you've been waiting for. It's the only one you're going to get. Only one you're going to get. We celebrate Father's Day. Let me think about what I know. What do you know about dads? They, well, they're obviously incompetent. Oh, they shouldn't even touch children. No. Right. They they don't know how to cook anything. They They cannot even carry groceries into the house <laughs> without missing the counter and letting it spill everywhere. Yeah. They are, I, you know. They're slobs. They constantly are bringing weird things like goats into the house for no reason, <laughs> claiming it's a good idea. They are always watching sports instead of children. Mm-hmm. They uh, basically. You know, if I if I let my husband change my son's diaper, he'd yeah. probably end up putting the diaper on my son's head. Probably. Absolutely. If he even could handle the dirty diaper part. <laughs> Dads are dumb. <laughs> but I don't think they actually are. No. But the first not. thing we're actually gonna talk about is <laughs> lately <laughs> seven and I, we don't we don't watch cable since we had Katie Bell. We got the cable, which is like mm-hmm. a cost thing and like a time thing. Yeah. And occasionally though, we'll watch something on like um, you know, online, like we'll, you know, stream something. Stream something. Or, yeah. And they have commercials. <laughs> They're really hard, like Bounty, Target, mm-hmm. Kmart. Mm-hmm. There are like a number of commercials out there 
where you, by the time you get there, it's like the mom is standing there. She's got like her broom or her bouncy paper towel or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like the kids coming through with <laughs> so much shit on its face. Yeah. Like running through this white kitchen. Uh, and then the dad comes in and like spills the groceries and like literally does that face that's like, burr, 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 and the wife's yeah. like putting lotion on her elbows, like, ugh, honey, yeah. you know, <laughs> you're an yeah. idiot. And Stefan, it makes Stefan so crazy. And even I'm like, wow, what is up with this yeah. series of like, or there was like a series of Tide commercials where like two parents would be talking about like folding the laundry. And like every time the husband would fold something, the wife would refold it and Ugh. kind of go. And, like, oh, and you could God. even see the husband, like and the husband's character in the commercials, like. <sighs> He's just so Sad. defeated. Such sadness. There seems to be, and maybe I'm just paying attention to it now that I have kids, this rash of dads are complete morons. Yeah. Well, and there's kids' books, too. Yeah. From, I remember from when I was a kid that I remember my parents talking to me about and saying, like, you know, <laughs> Papa Bear always turns out to be the complete idiot right. in these Berenstain Bears books, you know, like, <laughs> there's, is, like right. there's like one, I think there's like one Berenstain Bears book where Papa Bear like saves the day and Mama Bear kind of like loses her mind. Right. And like pretty much every single other one is he's just like, well, and like, <laughs> it's such a horrible mixed message not to take it back to moms, but like all these moms it's are also always just like, yeah. so patient putting up with idiot dad. Yeah. And, and like, like, so, and also they're all pissed. super moms. They're yeah. all, they can all do everything perfectly the right. first time like the moms never fail yeah the moms never fail yeah. we're gonna talk about that in a second but yeah. like it's there's it's something so insult well the books are true too because i remember and the first time i again i'd never thought of it my whole life i've always been focused on on sort of like the horrible sort of gender attacks that happen on women in advertising mm-hmm. especially in advertising mm-hmm. so i never i just never thought about that sorry um <laughs> very unfeminist of me to even think of but not Try think about walking them. a mile in someone else's shoes not their, for once, but their shoes smell because <laughs> <laughs> they don't clean their feet whatever um they have athletes but that's all television taught me about that um but no, but I like we got a gift of a book called um, Nuffle Bunny. It's by Mo Williams. It's a really sweet book. And somebody gave it to us. There was a couple there with a kid who's like three at this point in time. And everybody's like, oh, it's the best book. Oh, this is the sweetest book. And then this dad says, yeah, except they make the dad look like a total idiot who doesn't understand. Because the, the point is the dad takes the little girl to the laundromat and she has her favorite stuffed toy with her. Mm-hmm. And she leaves it at the laundromat and they head home he doesn't realize that she's left it she's trying to let him know through baby talk it it, it builds into this hysterical like he's getting angry because the kid's screaming the whole time they open the door to get home and the mom's standing there and is like where's nuffle bunny Mm -hmm. you know and like it was so interesting to see this dad's response to it being you know it just says that dads don't pay attention enough to their kids that they wouldn't even notice that this favorite toy was gone and, it and made, they wouldn't understand what their kid was saying, saying. when they asked for it and yeah. it made this dad so mad and yeah. i was like wow yeah awesome yeah like that's yeah and it totally spun my head on watching and reading these sorts of mm-hmm. things there it's really interesting there's been a whole like since you know we talk a lot about the show about women going back to work and women are now like moms are really wrestling with this 
a lot of things that they weren't wrestling with, you know, maybe 40, 50 years ago, because they're now a uh, majority of the breadwinners in the house. They're mm-hmm. both working. And as a result, a lot more dads are now working, are now home, are now... Right. A lot more stay-at-home dads. Yeah. Right. Uh, and are, Some of who listen to our show. I know. <laughs> this show's for you. And are more responsible for the household shopping. Yeah. And as a result... Advertising actually is changing. Wow. To try and and I'm like, please, please make it look like mom's an idiot now. Like please yeah, just, please right? advertising I market. Know. Only give us two choices. I know. We can't have two good parents. We because, can only have like one good parent. Because the only mo- the only way to motivate people to buy your product is to show one parent <laughs> that they can stick it to the other parent <laughs> by buying the right thing. That is it. Parenting is like 90% about vengeful shopping. Right. But um but what got me what, what what I thought was so interesting was toys. Like uh-huh. for example, like Lego and Barbie are starting like Mattel is starting to come out with these toys that are like Barbie construction home, you know, and it's all mm-hmm. pink, but there's more of a construction building element hmm. because dads are now playing with the kids more. So these toy people are trying to make girls' toys that appeal to dads, which, of course, makes me like, why could this not have just been the fucking toy to begin with? I know. But it is weird. Yeah. Advertising is so sinister. Yeah. It really (laughs) is. It is. Oh, and for all... And it's weird that, like, the advertising is, like, leading our... Our discussion. Our discussion and, like, leading, like, the way our society is, like, viewing ourselves. Which then leads us to how do we treat dads yeah so in real life and yeah. i know that for me and we've talked about this on the show mm-hmm. where stefan has had to literally say i can do this stop yeah stop trying to do everything for katie bell stop taking away my opportunity to do this mm-hmm. is there some sort of inherent like moms <laughs> also don't believe a little bit that their husbands are capable mm-hmm. like there is this crazy pressure that we may inadvertently be creating that we're not aware of where it's like, I'll just change her. Yeah, I'll I'm just, just going to change it. her. I'm yeah. just gonna, I'll make the, you know, she doesn't eat the sandwich yeah. when you make when you it make because it. you're not squashing the yeah. bread flat or cutting off the, which is really yeah. dumb. Yeah. It's really dumb when you think about it. Yeah. My child eats every time I'm not home uh-huh. with Stefan. <laughs> as far as you know. As far as, as Stefan tells <laughs> That's me. That's what he wants you to say. As far as Stefan tells me. But like, what is it? Yeah. Because... Yeah, we can't. Pre- yeah, we can't pretend that that we are like totally innocent yeah. of like acting like, like I mean, we have talked, especially like on our I think our division of labor yeah. show, and like I'm sure in a lot of other shows, like we've talked about like bonehead things that they've done, like <laughs> right. and they and they do, but the but the thing that I think we we've also talked about is how we fail too, like all the time. Right, but so, like, we don't we all fail. We're like, all failing. We the all point fail. of this show yeah. is that we're all, all fucking failing. it up. However, <laughs> if it was a dad calling in, yeah. say or not even calling in, if in your own house, yeah. like there's something about we as moms kind of let ourselves fail. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I know we are under a lot of pressure yeah. all across the board. Yeah. But there's something about we're not going to punish ourselves by mm-hmm. not allowing ourselves to make the peanut butter and jelly sandwich just because we, you know, co-slept with our kid and our kid wandered out on the porch. <laughs> or, I mean, that is like, or like got into the sugar or drew all over the wall mm-hmm. or like these, th- we like allow ourselves the opportunity to grow as 
a mother with our child. Yeah, which is really positive and like really key and gives you confidence. Yeah, but yet. I'm like, Stephanie, you just dropped her. Yeah. You can never drop her. Don't do me. Don't Yeah. Well, now you've proven that you can't <laughs> hold her. Or now you've proven that you can't do. Yeah. Yeah. It's really true. I know. So, I, you know, so for the dads all out there, we moms, yeah. we all need, don't you dare point it out to us. Yeah. But, <laughs> but we need to, we do need to, you know, and I do think about some of the most contentious times that Stephanie and I've had as parents, mm-hmm. like especially as new parents are over moments like that sure. where I'm not letting go of the control enough sure. and he's getting angry that he can't have the time that he wants with her to succeed or fail or whatever. Yeah. And then we're both miserable. Yeah. And, you know, that's Well, just, and they sense, too, that they're not allowed to fuck up. Right. Which is totally, which is totally unhealthy because, like, they, like... I, I know that I need to feel that even if I fuck up, you know, yeah. it's going to be okay. And right. I'm going to be able to fix it. My kid is still going to be alive and is still going to love me and I can still spend time with my kid. And right. if I felt that I could never make a mistake, yeah, I'd be freaked out about <laughs> spending time with my child. Right. Yeah, I'd be freaked out about trying new stuff with him, you know? Exactly. So we can all do something. <laughs> so, something better. We could all probably. Well, all right. So... <laughs> Dads. So where where did your dad fall under these categories? Yeah, I'm curious I'm to also hear yeah. like if your dad was like a big bonehead who wasn't allowed in the kitchen <laughs> or like <laughs> dad. No. I also have to say like dads in commercials are always so much uglier than their wives. I just <laughs> oh, want to throw that out there. I know it's like, kind of unrelated, but that's another thing that makes me. We can no go sense. into a whole thing about sitcoms. Uh and like yeah. we, we anyway. Anyway. Um, um yeah, no, my dad my dad was always helpful. I mean, he was definitely the primary breadwinner. My mom also worked full-time, but my dad usually was making more money. Um, And my dad was totally awesome. I mean, he, like, always helped out. You know, he always had a close relationship with me and my younger siblings. Um, And I love my dad. We're we're totally close to this day. And um, and, uh, I would, like, none of that, like, I mean, there, I'm sure there were, like, moments of, like, you know. <laughs> but um, my mom my mom was a therapist growing right. up. And so she would often have these kind of weird hours. Because a lot of times people can only go to therapy, like, After in work. the evening yeah. or whatever. And so my dad, my dad would do... My dad would do what we called dad care instead of daycare. <laughs> and so, like, we would come home from school, let ourselves in, and then my dad would come home and make dinner for us. Right. Like, my dad never knew how to cook, but the thing was my mom never knew how to cook either, so it didn't really <laughs> make that no much of a difference. Of- <laughs> and, like, my mom, we ate, ended up eating all these weird things, but, like, I don't know if it would have been that much better if my mom was there because my, right. my mom just gave him this rule where they have to have a vegetable. <laughs> so my dad did this thing where he would make burritos for us all the time. Yeah. But, okay. I grew up thinking a burrito was a flour tortilla, refried beans, and sliced cucumbers. That's not a bad burrito. That is what we ate as burritos growing up. And then we would also do this other thing that he called, (laughs) this is the best, he called this eating European style. 
And it was, we would just put all the food into one big bowl and we would all eat out of that bowl. Nice. He told us that was eating European style. I think it was just like less dishes for him to do. Some sort of genius It's kind of genius. Oh, okay. I've got a genius. Okay. Dad genius moment, actually. um, My dad the same. My dad, not a bonehead. Yeah. The um, if he ever had bonehead moments where they had that, I, I think I mentioned this on Mother's Day. My parents were like a united team front. Yeah, so totally. We never saw anything other than them agreeing and them Dang. saying they have our back. That's you know a what major I mean? achievement. Oh, very major. I mean, you know, at least that is my memory. Right. Except, <laughs> except for the time <laughs> my dad had a motorcycle. Uh-huh. And I've only seen my parents fight like twice, uh-huh. and, and I wouldn't even call it a fight. Uh, I was really little. Really little. Like what, two? Probably three. We were three. in like a different house, like somewhere between three and four or whatever. And my dad put me on the motorcycle with him <gasps> and rode us from like the mailbox in, up the driveway uh-huh. to the house. This is like really not yeah, a huge not thing. Far. Right? My mother just Helmets? happened to be. Helmets? No. Oh, God, no. Okay. Uh, it's the 70s. <laughs> the, um, and my mom, I guess, just happened to be looking out the window. We pull in. <laughs> my mother <laughs> opens the door. Oh, God. I just know that I'm in my room immediately. All I know is the next day, the motorcycle was gone. (gasps) (laughs) But, um. Wow. (laughs) Wait, did you like hear them yelling and screaming? No, I don't remember. I I remember my mother's face and tone. Yeah. And motorcycle gone. Dang. I know. Now, again, this busted. is child's memory that yeah. motorcycle could have been there for eight months. But yeah. I never saw the motorcycle again. But his big gene, my big, like, genius, like, I'm gonna, I cannot wait for Katie Bell to be old enough to do this, was car trips. Uh, uh, we're talkers. Mm-hmm. My father, not a talker. Hmm. <laughs> wait, really? Oh, yeah, really. Oh, okay. I mean, he's chatty. He's, you know, he's talking. He was in PR and advertising his whole life. So the man okay. knows how to talk. But, but I'm the quietest of the women in the house. So wow. uh, talkers. Okay. Um, but we'd be in the car, and he created mm-hmm. a game called a lifesaver sucking contest. Uh-huh. And he'd give us each. This is also <laughs> classic insight into my father's. <laughs> we'd all get, Helen Michelle and I would get our lifesavers. And whoever could have it last the longest uh-huh. won. And, of course, the only way to make your lifesaver last is to, like, stick it on the end of your tongue like basically stick your tongue out and yeah. not create saliva yeah which creates no talking right now what we couldn't see is my father just took it out right right and like kept yeah. driving so, he so when he said, oh, he, this is not a man who was like whose so goal was funny. to let us all win all the time oh so God. every time we'd be right to the end i'd have like this little sliver and he'd yeah. like hold up one that still said lifesaver <laughs> on it yeah like every time every time that's awesome yeah no but like I know that he and I had did – he, did your dad have, like, different relationships with each of you on some level? Did you got? I mean, like, in terms of – Yeah, hey. I think so. I mean, I don't know. I always – definitely my parents both, if they have a favorite, they were really good at hiding it. Yeah. And they are to this day. Like, I it's really you have there, no right? idea. It's got to be me. Yeah. <laughs> um, no. I mean, I think, I, I think they also, like – I mean – I don't mean to be like sitting here just saying, oh, my God, I have the best parents ever. But my parents are pretty great. <laughs> and the and I feel like I had I definitely had like a, a close relationship with my dad that was different from like my sister or my yeah. brother's relationship with him. Um, but I can't really say how. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, mean, I know that for me it was 
I was sort of like the son my father didn't have. So, uh-huh. like, even if I was grounded and there was a sporting event going on, oh. I still got to go to the – because, like, he had no one else to go with, you know. Oh. So, like, you know, we'd go – because he worked for the University of Alabama. Uh-huh. And so, like, if there was a gymnastics meet or something – or basketball, like, I got to go. And it was very much something he and I did together. And we did it, like, all the way up through, like, you know, looking at colleges and stuff. And we still – we still, like – share even though you know like we were really close growing up and then you know puberty hits and then you know mm-hmm. things kind of shift and then you don't really talk to either one of your parents mm-hmm. you know um and i do like look back and think uh oh, i kind of miss like how do you ever recapture mm-hmm. you know because like i know that there are times where we'll go out when they're visiting and i'm just like i don't know what i'm supposed to talk about with right. my dad you know yeah. but we have found uh, sports again. So, mm-hmm. like, we watch college football together. Mm-hmm. And so, college football season comes, and every Saturday, we're on the phone mm-hmm. throughout every, you know, every, every, anytime anything happens with Alabama football, the phone rings, we call, and then, you know, football season wraps up, and then we've got movies to talk about. Now that we don't have cable, we don't have TV to talk about as much, mm. you know, but like, it's definitely the football has become a very special sort of thing for me to share with my dad. Uh, because it's a way for us to connect uh, all the time, you know, at least once a week, which is really nice. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I feel like a lot of dads have, like, a thing. Yeah. They do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Dad stick. Yeah, dad yeah. stick. Yeah. Yeah, I see that with, like, you're right. Because I, I think about, like, Stefan definitely has, like, a shtick that always, Kate always finds funny. Uh-huh. And he always does. Uh-huh. And, like, and his dad like does a thing with Katie Bell. Oh, really? Like it's like, like the grandpa thing. Yeah, yeah. it's always like the Donald Duck. <laughs> like he always does this Donald Duck impression, and Katie Bell's like, ah, That's and like, really yeah. Funny. So there's always. And what's that about? Do you think it's that like again are somehow moms limiting the experience for dads that they only <laughs> they, they, they find can only one be thing? Like a performer. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And I, I mean, I think for like whatever it comes out of, it definitely has the effect of bonding. Like it definitely yes. creates like a really strong bond. I know that. Um, you know, my dad used to always. We used to play this game, You Can't Get Out of My Traps, like when I was really little. And he would basically just like wrap his arms around me, you know, right. and then he would pretend to fall asleep. He'd be like, uh, you're so trapped that I can just go to sleep and you'll right. never escape. And then he would pretend to go to sleep and the the like fun was like trying to get out. And then he would like, <laughs> I would like almost be out and then he would wake up and he would like grab me again. <laughs> and like, that was like the best thing ever. Like yeah. I loved it so much. And it just made me love my dad and love being with my dad. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know why that like. Yeah. I mean, I remember him coming home from work and I would run and he would like pick me up. Yeah. And like throw me in the air. Yeah. yeah and then like one day you just can't do that. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, totally. <laughs> but yeah, no, there's definitely you're right. The shtick, you know, even though it's weird to say it's a shtick. Yeah. It creates a very definite bonding moment. And I don't know if it's just generationally, there weren't as many opportunities for dads and kids Mm -hmm. to bond the same way that, say, a dad who may be home more Mm -hmm. uh, is able to develop that relationship with Mm -hmm. the child. And so you kind of have to create this. Mm -hmm. But uh, it worked. Yeah. It worked. It worked great. Well, let's take this opportunity uh, to say thank you to the dads in our lives. So, Stefan... 
thank you for being a really good dad to Katie Bell. And Papa, I just want to tell you, thank you so much for always being a really good dad and a good Papa and uh, for teaching me a number of very important rules, most of which I learned through the poker that we played and sporting events that we went to. (laughs) And thank you for always being there. And I know always uh, being there in the future. Wow. So I'm supposed to Yeah, now top that. After that? Okay. <laughs> Surprise. Let's thank our yeah, dads. Thanks for letting me know this is coming. <laughs> I've got so much prepared for this awesome. little part. So no, awesome. no, it's fine. Um, yeah. Thank you, Dad, for being an awesome, awesome dad still to this day and a great uh, pop pop to Simon. Um, and thank you, Jesse, for all the amazing ways that you are a dad to Simon every day. You know what would be really fun is to have our husbands share their genius and more importantly their Their fails fails. (laughs) yes yes i'm really excited about this your five-year-old face is a dirty disgrace but you love me daddy you scatter your toys and you make too much noise Brian from Throwing Shade, and we would love to throw some shade on you this summer. Every Tuesday, we inject all sorts of news stories concerning ladies and gays with silliness and sexiness. Just in time for bikini season. Check us out on Max Fun under Throwing Shade. Okay, they're not stupid. No, I know, but yeah, they could. Well, be. why would you spell it out like that? Well, because I was the spelling bee champion of the world. Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. All right. Yeah. (laughs) Really excited that you and I don't have to come up with the genius and fail this week. Yeah, I'm tired of hearing from us. I am too. I think it's time to see how our husbands, the fathers of our children, uh, play out in the genius (laughs) and fail world. So today, uh, on this very special Father's Day episode, we have got uh, Jesse Thorne and Stephen Lawrence with us to share their genius and fails. Jesse... Would you like to go first and share your genius moments? Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius. I'm very ex- I'm happy to be on this very special episode of One Bad Mother. I feel like at any moment I'm going to learn what a period is. <laughs> well, we, you know, I, has Teresa told you what we yeah. call this booth? This when? is the period it's the hut. the period hut. Oh, my God. <laughs> all right. Genius, genius moment. Okay. So, well, first of all, this is a, it's a, it's a genius moment with a subgenius moment. My first genius <laughs> of moment it is. was buying my, uh, buying my wife and child airplane tickets to the San Francisco Bay Area. Uh, while I stayed home in Los Angeles, um, but I went. This isn't what we talked this is about. Not a genius moment. The sub, the sub genius moment was I went to the Rose Bowl flea market, which is a huge flea market with a huge vintage area, and I found this pair of 
coveralls, hickory stripe coveralls, you know, like the kind of stripe that a conductor wears. Like choo-choo. Yeah. Right. Uh, but they were but they were coveralls rather than overalls. Mm-hmm. And they were the, one of the most adorable things I'd ever seen. And they were marked $40. What, and were they, these for an adult? Yeah, are these your size? These were or? Simon size. Okay. And um, but you know this is like th- these people they sell to Japanese vintage Americana dealers, and so I went up to the guy. I said, you know, I don't really want to pay forty dollars. <laughs> these are pretty cute. I would pay twenty dollars. And he said, oh, I don't know. They're they're from the sixties. <laughs> like blah 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 blah. And I'm like, yeah, I just really would only, could only pay twenty dollars. And and he ended up, he came down to $25, mm-hmm. and I just said, look, I'm not trying to be a jerk. I just really feel like $20 is what I could pay. <laughs> and and he said, yeah, the best I could do is 25 And I said, well, no hard feelings. And I walked away. <laughs> and as I was rounding the corner about five minutes later, I imagined Simon wearing hickory stripe coveralls <laughs> and then thought about whether that was worth $25 to me. Five extra bucks. Uh, yeah. And I booked it back. And just said, you know what? Here's twenty five bucks. <laughs> and uh, so basically, my plan is just to have him wear them every day from here on out, sort of like a, a person from the future, like a train based future. Sure, right. Yeah. Uh, so, have you put him on the child yet? They haven't been on the child yet. They're in the wash right now. <laughs> well, okay. So this that's was a double, literally yesterday. That's literally yeah. a triple genius moment to yeah, actually remember to put, put it, it in, in the, the wash. wash. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty good. That's but, good. But from now on, my child will have. Hickory striped coveralls, which is, I think, probably the most adorable thing a child could ever wear. So. It'll be like his little uniform. I know. Oh, you guys could put him to work right away. Get him changing the oil in the car. <laughs> I don't amazing. know how to do that. He, he can probably get son. in there better than we can. Right. He's got yeah. the small He's fingers. He's got the small fingers. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, Stefan, beat that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if I can. That is amazing. Uh. <laughs> Uh, okay, so uh, last weekend, uh, it was boiling hot, and uh, I had also been screwing up all week, so I owed uh, Biz a, uh, a, a, a day of rest, and so I was like, I need to figure out something to do with Katie Bell. I was like, originally, we're going to go to Huntington Gardens, but it was like 100 degrees, and I was like, no, no way. Fuck that noise. Uh, so I was like, wait, it's hot. What's air-conditioned? A movie theater. I can take Katie Bell to a movie. Which, which, let me just and, say, when Stefan said this to me, I was like, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see how this plays and, out. Yeah. Oh, my God. And so, so Katie Bell, she got super fancy. Wait, I remind us how don't... old she is, everybody. She's three uh, and a half. She's never been to a movie okay. theater before. Thank you. Just no, in case exactly. anybody's listening been, for the first time. We have been, like, previously, like, worried about, like, attention span or that she'd, like, lose her mind. But I was like, I think she's ready. I think we can handle it. And so she got super fancy. She really looked ridiculous, but on like fancy earrings and everything. And she got dolled up and we went to go see Epic. And there was nobody else in the theater, which was amazing. It was just like us and four people. And she sat still for the entire movie. We ate snacks. We she whispered the questions because like she had questions wow. about the movie, yeah. and like she totally handled it. And then we went and got ice cream, and it was the best afternoon ever. Dang! I know I couldn't believe That's it awesome. worked. It was really pretty good. <laughs> it, my my plan was like perfect in execution, and like it was it was it was amazing. That's and amazing. now Biz gets to endure lots of questions about that movie that I didn't see. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um. All right. Well, you guys are both geniuses, but let's see if we have uh, a call, a dad caller genius okay. moment. All right. So this is a genius moment for the week. 
Uh, my wife and I both know American Sign Language. We're both ASO interpreters, and um, we're, we've taught both of our children um, American Sign Language, apparently, because the, the a nine-year-old knows ASL, but the little baby just today started using her first sign. She signed the word more, meaning she wanted something more to drink. Um, we've been, like, trying to get her to use this sign while feeding her, so we'll give her a bite and sign more and give her a bite and sign more. So today I was doing just that. Well, I was drinking a, uh, a cup of water out of a, with a straw in it, and I noticed that she was looking over at the glass of water, really wanting. It was seeming like she really wanted to get it. So I picked up the water, put it in front of her, I signed more, and lo and behold, she signed more. So my baby, eight months old, is now using American Sign Language. Dang! Ah, uh, no, we all suck. <laughs> You are a genius. Good job. That's that thing that I said I'd do. Yeah, right? (laughs) That's right. Uh, Teach my child words and how to communicate. (laughs) Well, good job, Dad. That's very, very good. Well, now that we're all feeling so great about ourselves, let's do what we really came here for, and that's (laughs) to hear your fails. Uh, Jesse, how bad did you fail? Fail, 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 fail. You suck. So a couple of weeks ago, I was taking care of Simon, and I changed his diaper. And I was doing, I was doing uh, something that they do at his school, which is change his diaper standing. Mm. And I think I, I pulled it up. I pulled up the diaper, and uh, you know, got him dressed and everything. I thought everything was fine. <laughs> his pants got wet. And I couldn't figure out how his pants got wet. I figured, you know, he was playing outside. I thought maybe he <laughs> jumped in a sprinkler. and um, Just by himself. <laughs> and so I changed his pants, and then his pants got wet again. And then I, I left to go do something, and Teresa took over. And, and Teresa <laughs> yelled to me upstairs, hey, Jesse. And I'm like, what? And... and She's like, did you notice that Simon's been peeing his pants over and over? And I was like, what, what do you mean? And uh, apparently when I put the diapers on, when I pulled up the diapers, the front folded mm. underneath his peen. Mm. And so when his peen, <laughs> when the front folded under his peen, his peen was just shooting peas. <laughs> It was. It wasn't that his peen was above the fold line. It was just that the. It was that the fold compromised the seal. Sure. And so every time he would pee, it would just none of it would go in the diaper. It would all go into his. Oh my pants. God! I think the color's like draining from my face with the thought of having a boy possibly. <laughs> This is why we don't want any more penises in the house. That's right. Only no. one penis in the house. Oh, this is a 50-50 chance, guys. I know, I know, I know. Uh, All right, well. Roll the dice. Roll the dice. Well, uh, Jesse has just uh, proven everything we just tried yep. to argue Dads against. Dads cannot change diapers. Dads cannot They're change diapers. They're not diaper. capable of it. <laughs> Agreed. Um, I'm never changing a diaper again. <laughs> Your decision. You decided. You made me. Stefan, yeah. <laughs> all right, let's... I, I I know for a fact you can top that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel I feel like I really haven't uh, picked a good one. If I'm going to beat that, uh, I was uh, holding a knife and making a stabbing motion <laughs> while I was talking to Katie. That's Bell. right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, so yesterday in the yard we found a little uh, purple bouncy ball, and I was like, "Oh, purple bouncy ball! We'll play with the purple bouncy ball." And uh, we also had a bat lying around, and I was like, hey, Katie Bell, we'll just play baseball with this tiny purple bouncy ball. Can I just insert really quickly that Katie Bell sent, like, two 
is the most amazing hitter ever. Well, she's congratulations. Like a, she's a sports yep. prodigy. Well, Simon speaks American <laughs> Sign Language. <laughs> anyway, go ahead with your I'm purple sure, ball. I'm sure Simon is going to be very smart. Stefan, um, do you mean a, like a super bouncy ball, like the kind that you get from a vending machine for 25 cents? Correct. One of those. Gotcha. So hard and dense. And I was like, hey, Bell, let's play baseball with this bouncy ball. <laughs> and, I, and I pitched it to her once. And she wings it, and she, like, nails me in the throat. <laughs> <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm like, okay, okay, we are not playing baseball with the Super Basketball. Let's find anything else to do. Um, so let's hear, let's hear uh, a dad fail uh, from somebody other than the people with us right now that we, that we love the most. <laughs> uh-huh. My two-year-old son is potty trained except for nighttime, where he still wears a pull-up. The other night, I was in such a rush to get him to bed, I forgot to put his pull-up on him. And something you need to know is that when he wets himself, he gets so upset and he beats himself up that he wet himself. Well, he woke up the next morning covered in his pee and poo because of me forgetting to put his pull-up on. And... Because of that, he was so upset and beating himself up and so mad at himself for wetting himself that the rest of the day was a fail. (laughs) That's the dads and diapers. (laughs) I don't want to say anything, but I just did. You know, I think we've learned an important lesson from this segment. (laughs) And that is father's parenting duties should be confined to going to the movies. <laughs> well, I feel a little, I feel better about myself. I feel great. Teresa. I feel fantastic. I do too. Is that what Father's Day is all about? <laughs> I think so. I think so. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. The, the, as we have it defined by the show, <laughs> absolutely. Thank you guys for coming in and doing that. And, uh, oh, of course. Everybody, uh, stick around. We're going to be talking to Dad and comedian Al Madrigal in just a few minutes. And uh, thanks, Jesse. Thanks, Stefan. Thanks, Stefan. Thanks, Jesse. You're kind of welcome. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> when I dress you up, you go play with the pup. But you love me, Daddy. When I use the phone. And now a word from our sponsor. Dereza. Yes? I am tense. You're looking pretty <laughs> tense. You know what? I feel like I really need, like, a neck massage. Like, my neck's really tight. Mm, yeah, I think I need a lot of massage. Yeah. Like, maybe a, like a, like a personal massage. I know what we need. We need some personal massagers. <laughs> but where can I get something like that? <laughs> well, to browse a variety of very high-quality personal massagers, yes. uh, you can check out ExtremeRestraints.com. That sounds like the kind of website where I could get a personal massager but may not want to look at it at work or with children. Probably, <laughs> probably a good idea. Good. They actually have a coupon code for One Bad Mother listeners right Woo-hoo! now. Um, if you enter good job at checkout, you'll get 20% off your purchase in the first week since this episode goes up. And then if you're listening a little late, you still get 10% off, so that's pretty great. Moms like personal massages. <laughs> Who doesn't? It's what got us into this mess in the first place. And we also like coupons. So remember, it's good 
job. All one word, extremerestraints.com. Teresa, normally we call a mom mm-hmm. when we're when we when we need to be picked up or, yep. or need to be feeling a little better. But today on this very special episode <laughs> uh, on Father's Day, uh, I think we should call a dad. Oh, okay. That sounds weird, but okay. <laughs> well, it's so unconventional, but let's see if it works. Uh, let's call a dad. And today we are calling Al Madrigal, comedian, Daily Show correspondent, and the host of Minivan uh, Men, one of the hosts of Minivan Men uh, podcast, Al Madrigal. Welcome to One Bad Mother. Hey! <laughs> How's parenting going, ladies? Hey, let's talk about babies. Um, actually, we do uh, have a couple of dad-related questions uh, for you today on sure, this sure. very special episode. And uh, one of the first things we like to do with our guests is to find out who lives in your house. So we have, um, there's four madrigals uh, living with two dogs, and uh, I'm, I'm, it's, uh, we're in a, I'm in a weird living situation right now because I'm flying back and forth doing The Daily Show, and I left my poor wife uh, with the two kids and two dogs. God, and you're so the worst. I went to a bachelor party on Friday. Oh. You know, like, so I'm, I'm out uh, you know, in New York. And as far as you know, is carousing around, right. and she's um, got two kids that are going to school in the morning and rushing out the door and complaining kids? that he's touching me. <laughs> it's um, uh, I have a seven-year-old, and on Sunday I will have an eleven-year-old boy. He is turning uh, June seventeenth. Is the uh, is it June seventeenth, Monday or Sunday? Oh, it's coming up. I think it's Monday. Yeah, Monday. I will have an eleven-year-old. I just want you to know, like how 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 successful you've been in just the first minute at, like, living up to every dad's stereotype of, like, leaving forgetting your wife and kids, day, going to bachelor parties and forgetting, forgetting birthdays. birthdays. Yeah. Boom. Show over. I have to yeah. say, though, it must be kind of weird if you're in another city, like, yeah. you can't really help by staying home, so, like, you might as well go out, but then it kind of well, makes also, you seem like you know, even more of an asshole. Any, it's what my wife married into. She knew, and this yeah. is the best part. This is why relationships get screwed up. This is why guys have midlife crises because they don't establish themselves and the the system from the very beginning. My wife married a stand-up comedian. Yeah. She knows the deal. It wasn't she like knows... surprise career change. <laughs> no, exactly. I think I'm going to pick up comedy. But you're 50. Nobody yeah. does that. Just a yeah. Yeah. I'm going on the road. You don't have a gig. You can't go on the road. But this is how we've always made money for the family. You know, I was with, uh, and at the same preschool, there's a bunch of actors and actresses, this great preschool called Glendale Montessori. Uh, which is a really good one. And then, <laughs> Teresa and I are writing that down. You'll be getting calls to get our kids in. Oh, that's okay. Dude, good luck getting it. Uh, but that's what me and my wife also, I'm half Mexican, half Sicilian, and my wife's half Korean, half Greek, so we show up real cocky. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you can get it uh, anywhere we, you want. We've decided that we will be going here. You see, uh, we're a diversity power couple. And so... Uh, we met, you know, I was a bunch of act, working actresses, uh, and this she was on movies and all over the country and the world even. And so it was like, and her kids just know mommy goes away, and it's a reverse. You know, it's just uh, dad is responsible. So I think we know that going in, and obviously my wife is thrilled that career-wise things are starting to happen because we met when it I wasn't. was an open micer. <laughs> yeah, that. uh <laughs> In the city, you know, I've known the Thorns for quite some time, and yeah, I've known 
uh, Jesse's in, you know, San Francisco, Santa Cruz. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. yeah. Very, very yeah. early. So, um, it's, it's tough. So yeah, the living in the magical household, the long answer is there's, uh, I have a boy and a girl, my lovely wife, and then uh, two Chihuahua, Tijuana, <laughs> Tijuana, like alley dogs that we picked up along the way. Um, <laughs> Well, I'm going to keep Teresa from talking about the dog yeah. because that's usually where the conversation <laughs> spirals out of control on our show. Um, but uh, the next question is, what did you think being a dad was going to be like versus what you sort of discovered it to be? Um, that's a good question. I just, uh, being a dad, you know, in my initial, you know, and I think we all grew up with this different, you know, my father worked in nine to five mm-hmm. and was present definitely, but not that involved, you know, in homework, just would drop advice and go watch TV, you know, just say, <laughs> say generic <laughs> advice. So I try to be, I mean, I'm try, I think it's just says something about our generation is that we're way more involved and maybe too involved. Um, but I'm, uh, when I am home, I am very present. Um, and, uh, and that's it's it's difficult to do. I always thought, you know, I was going to be there for everything, and now I'm missing a lot of that stuff. So that sort of sucks. That's the reality. Is that when you, know, you think you're having this child, do you just imagine that you'll be there for everything? I think I'm going to miss on Thursday. I'm missing his actual birthday party, mm. which is crazy. So that's been the part that's been, you know, sort of. It, it definitely sucks. It's. Um, so, you know, when you have this baby, you're like, oh, I'm going to be there constantly. And um, the reality is a comic and just myself, I'm just not able to be there for everything, which, um, yeah, is, uh, I'm making one bad mom, mother sad. No, I'm going to immediately pull that uh, because <laughs> the, while you were telling us that very sad story, which is actually that is a horrible frustration to have to deal with. Uh, on that level. But I, it was making me think of like when you do go home, I think about the times my husband uh, travels and is about to go away for like two weeks to the other side of the world. And when he comes back, I know that my immediate response is take her. <laughs> Yo, that's the hardest so, like, part. It's like when I go out on the road, my wife thinks I'm having the best time. Right. And you're free. You're up. free. You're sleeping whenever you want. You're sleeping in. But the truth <laughs> of the matter is that you had to wake up at yeah. in another time zone and do morning radio. That's right. With it. And again, it's look, we're out doing stand up. She just thinks you're working for a, an hour a night and going out with waitresses <laughs> afterwards. And it's part of that is true. Uh, but um, we're, it's, it's, it's hard. It's, it's hard to be like- away. Do you find that, like, when you come home, your wife, like, have you guys found a groove where she's like, you, you come home and you just step right back into it? Or is there, like, a weird adjustment period? How many kids do you have, by the way? All right, I have, so I have one. She's three and a half, and she's currently going through the phase of, I don't okay. want anything to do with I'm, I'm just going to put this out there, and I'm sure you talked to a lot of people, and I'm not yeah. sure if anyone said this, but it's difficult for any mom of two or three to really count you guys as an authority on anything. Because uh, well, one... we, we are doing people a favor by both <laughs> yeah. being pregnant. So yeah. we're both about to ruin our lives for the sake of the show and all other Good. parents. Because you'll see that one is an absolute <laughs> piece of cake. Yeah. I could take care of it. I'm sure you have you heard this? I could uh, deal yeah, with one, we, no we, problem. Don't worry, we've been judged. <laughs> all right, good. <laughs> like, don't tell me about one. I don't want to hear anybody complaining we've about one. Judged. No, no, but what, but what I was going to say, 
say was she's going through a phase where she wants nothing to do with Stefan. She's like, no, nothing. Like, don't like, don't want to be with Papa. Only want to be with Mama. So when you as dad are out traveling or on the road, when you come back, do you have a hard time? No, no, no. My kids at this age are dying this evening and want me to, you know, I'm FaceTiming with them this morning and everyone just can't wait for me to come home. Uh, But they did definitely go through mommy phases. And then what you need to do is the, your husband needs to go on a date (laughs) with your daughter. And go take oh, yeah, her to no, a cold yeah. stone creamery yeah, and go take her to the train in Griffith Park. Oh, yeah, no, get ride, a, ride a donkey and call it a horse. And, uh, yeah, just, yeah, watch an old Mexican man whip a donkey. And, Perfect. Um, yeah, you guys have a snow cone and everything's going to be fine. Because, yeah, you need to do bonding stuff. So Absolutely. No, I, no, and I do is. agree. I do agree with that 100%. And we, we definitely weren't. I have no problem forcing my husband to go bond with my daughter. Yeah, they need um, to date. Mama needs a movie. Yep. Um, but uh, so we are celebrating Father's Day uh, on the show today. So tell us a little bit about what Father's Day is like at the Madrigal household. Well, I just think it's uh, – well, if it's anything like Mother's Day, I had a very <laughs> funny Mother's Day where I was, I've was i been busy and I put it off and I woke up super early and I jammed to Vaughn's um, <laughs> And I witnessed one of the funniest things I've seen in a long time. I tried to take a picture of it. I witnessed it again at Target later that day. People <laughs> frantically buying <laughs> flowers and cards. Yeah. Like uh, just dads running in in the same pair of like cheap Costco champion uh, sweat shorts. Like just right. like, <laughs> reading cards quickly and grabbing them and just running out and then the flowers. And I ran into a buddy. We just looked at each other and laughed and like, no time to talk. <laughs> got to do this before she wakes up. I got a, a French press to make, and and my wife will probably treat it the same way. It's fine. My kids will make you the crappy gifts that you end up, you know, sneaking into the trash three weeks later, and um, yeah. That's how it's going to go down. Crappy gift from children that they made in school during an art class. Yep. And then you're going to get um, maybe breakfast. Everyone will be reminded that it's Father's Day <laughs> and mention it in the morning, and that'll be it. I might get some cards. Um, so I told my wife that I wanted um, a couple things. I'm trying to figure out what my requests were. Um, I'm looking at uh, nothing fancy. But um, crap, I'm forgetting what I put in. I put I did put in a very simple Father's Day request that I'm sure that they're going to get for me. <laughs> do, now it's going to be a surprise because I forgot what I. That's, that's so. perfect. So but perfect. you do feel that like you you do want the day recognized. Yeah, but yeah. I really don't care. I don't care as much as my wife does. I got in a, <laughs> some deep shit when my wife was pregnant, and I didn't get her anything for Mother's Day. The first the first pregnancy. The first pregnancy. Yeah. Did not acknowledge. Yeah, yeah, we, and we ran into that. <laughs> did you? He didn't get anything. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was like, my husband's always been very much like with a lot of like, you know, what he calls uh, uh, greeting card holidays. Yeah, uh, they all all these things were to fall under it, and so he was very much the same thing. Like, why? They're, you're not a mother yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, How many dudes Whoo! have stepped in that landmine? Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. A, that's why we started our podcast, just to like warn expectant fathers. Yeah, just look, dude, there's one mistake you can make. You might as well just buy a card and That's avoid right. the fight. Yeah. You just um, need a drawer somewhere filled with Mother's Day cards that you just You know what? Out. That is an excellent. 
excellent it idea. Is. Why does yeah. somebody make a, a secret husband box yeah. that can go under the bed and yeah. it can be marked something else? But what we'll have is just like a utility thing of generic cards just, uh, yeah. Yeah. just ready yeah. to go. It's got that. It's got some gift cards in it. It's got Mother's Day gift, gift cards. You buy it for a hundred dollars, <laughs> yeah. and it's got seventy-five dollars worth of gift cards. And it's yeah, got it's some called mother cards. Dad's personal massager box. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no one wants to come near it. All you got to do is throw a, re- uh, a gift card for a manicure and a pedicure yeah. and a massage yep. somewhere, yep. or like some spa or wine, a- wine gift certificate, wine store, sure. whatever, yeah. whatever it is that you like. It's just better than nothing. Um, that's that's good. That's so, better than nothing. aside from that, um, I'm curious if you have any other like generic advice for dads, <laughs> for dads. at large. Because I feel like your your kids are getting, like your you know your kids are seven and eleven now. Like I feel like you've you've been through you're, you've you're been done. through some shit. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, I definitely now. have, and that's a, that's a really important. To, uh, I'm trying to think of some of the major lessons I've learned. I rarely, at this point, and I say this in my acts, I say, at this point, if you're getting in trouble, you're just an idiot. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because you should, yeah, it should be, be easy a couple now. steps yeah. away. It really should be easy. You know, you've stepped in, um, you know, have gotten in some trouble before, and now you need to be aware of what the, you know, your way, it just depends on your your spouse also. So mm-hmm. I think you need to set reminders. I think birthdays need to be acknowledged. The fact that you're not using if you're not using your iPhone, <laughs> there's open table has saved my marriage. Yeah. yeah. And you should if you're not familiar with that, you should be making reservations in advance <laughs> that are difficult to get. You should also be paying attention for little tips here and there and just to stay a week ahead. All you need is a week in advance <laughs> and you will never forget a birthday. You will um staying on top of your children's um holiday photo and stuff like that. It's just <laughs> things that you should have down by the time your kids reach 10. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are there any, like, do you still have any, like, future fears about your kids? I mean, 7 and 11, we're not quite to the You know, the I, I've been born, my advice has been, I've been tapering off um, just uh, all my advice. Um, so now I just tell the kids, I say, try hard. <laughs> all I care about is that you guys try hard and that um, uh, you be nice. So I'm basically saying... Try and don't be a dick is yeah. all. That's I pretty want. much what we say to our listeners. Yeah, that's pretty week. much the mantra of the show. Try yeah. not to go out and be a dick, everybody. Yeah, yeah. don't be a dick. Don't yeah. be look, do your be polite, best, and that's do great. Your best. Be nice to people. Don't put down yourself. Don't put down that's other right. people. And I want to see effort. If you, I don't care what you decide to do, just go out and try to do it well. You know, and really like what you do. I really don't care. Um, so that's what I'm shooting for the kids. I don't really care. I mean, it, we're talking about all of people freaking out. I'm, I just did a piece on City Bike for the Daily Show that we have bicycles in New York, and uh, everyone's freaking out over the NSA phone taps and Verizon. Like, I don't give a shit about any of that. I just care about my immediate family. That's really all I care. If it affects my kids. <laughs> Then I care. It affects my wife and the two Tijuana Alley dogs that right. I have. I care about that. Other than that, I really could give a shit about anything. Well, I am thoroughly happy that moms and dads. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. <laughs> Thank was beautiful. you. Uh, very Screw touching. Screw everybody. Screw everybody else. Fuck <laughs> yeah. you. But be nice. But be nice. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's just, uh, let's leave it at that. Don't be an asshole. Um, <laughs> Don't be an and, asshole and stand up for yourself. And my wife is great. <laughs> and my wife is great. That's the perfect ending awesome. to the show. Thank you, yeah, Matt Madrigal. <laughs> I'm sorry they're calling me. I got a jam. No, no, uh, thanks so much for being on the show. Bye. All right, thanks, guys. Bye. And if Bye. you, uh, yeah, we'll talk to you guys soon. Okay, thanks, Bye. Al. Bye. Bye. So that was lovely to have a dad on. Yeah, that was great. And people can check out oh, uh, yeah. Minivan Men. If you if you know of Al Madrigal from The Daily Show or his stand-up, um, he's a very funny guy um, and a great friend. And his podcast is called Minivan Men. Um, and it's about dad stuff. It's yeah. very different from it's our very, show. Well, it's very <laughs> but, different, but it's enjoyable. It is, and it's funny. And it's very funny. Yep. Uh, so uh, we'll make sure we link to all these great things. Yep. And I think we've had such an amazing time talking about dads. I think we should just see if we can wrap things up with the dad. <laughs> can't even say dad meltdown with a straight <laughs> face. Uh, with a dad, a dad meltdown. Ooh. I know. What is this even going to feel like, guys? I don't know. So my my wife and my two kids, a two year, uh, nearly two and four-year-old boys, just moved a week ago uh, into a house. We've been stuck in a condo and no place to run around and play, and the kids drive my wife crazy. She She stays home with them, and we're still not fully moved in, and things are still kind of <laughs> up in the air, and and uh, my my wife was extra stressed out yesterday and before going to bed I was able to convince her that no the neighbors aren't going to call CPS because they hear you (laughs) yelling because you're at your wits end because our nearly four-year-old finds the idea of us ever trying to tell him not to do something to be absolutely hilarious he is a a, what a friend has termed a ball of chaos we we (laughs) constantly are telling him no don't do that and and he ignores everything and exceedingly frustrating he brings us great joy but also a lot of tears and just before going to sleep my wife found a blog post from her sister who does not have kids but has worked as a nanny before in which she says my last nanny job was for five little girls okay already different girls very different from boys uh, all under the age of 10 and all homeschooled Normally, when I tell people this, their eyes bug out of their heads. However, these five girls together were easier to deal with than my three-year-old nephew. This is my son. And here's the kicker. She says, why? Because their parents knew what they were doing when they raised him. I know. They didn't parent out of a book written by psychologists that tells them to ignore tantrums or not use the word no. (sighs) So, after convincing herself that she is a terrible parent... Me finally getting through to her, convincing her that every mom feels this way, every dad feels this way, she finds that her sister also thinks she is a terrible parent. I had no way to combat that. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. Isn't that, like, the worst? Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. And, like, you hard. know, the sister was totally not thinking about how it I would know. be perceived by the... But I mean, but still, if I read that, that's hard. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah, it sucks. So you know, dad, 
I know that's a stressful situation to yeah. be in. And I know that you're hurt as well by it. It's yeah. hard enough raising everybody's kids. No matter how perfect those five year those five girls homeschooled are, yeah. you know that their parents are probably like pulling their hair out as yeah, well about sure. something. And it's just you know, and it sounds like you're doing a really good job of being supportive of your wife. Like you can't fix yeah. what her sister said, but you're being very, very, very supportive, and that's the best thing you can do. I think that's a good dad, good husband. Yeah, <laughs> you guys are doing okay. Yeah, I just feel like the big takeaway <laughs> from today's show is moms deal with this, dads deal with this, all parents, and parents even as couples deal with this, that, you know, the world is trying to portray us er, or pull us or judge us or suggest that we should all be doing these other things, or we are something that we aren't. And it really adds a level of frustration, I think, to what's already a pretty hard job, Mm -hmm. uh, no matter what your situation is. And I think it boils down to... Like we always say, doing your best, because when I think about my relationship with my own parents and my relationship with Stefan and his with Katie Bell, you want your kids, the only thing your kids are really going to remember is their relationship with you. Mm-hmm. They're not going to really, you know, the focus isn't what were mama and papa like, what were mama and my other sister. It really, I think for most of us, what carries is our personal relationship with each one of our parents. And if you just keep trying to do your best and keeping a good sense of humor and just even at your most frustrated, reminding your kids and the other people around you that you love them and you've got their back, then they're going to have your back too. And dads, you really are doing a very good job. And, you know, maybe we don't say it enough on the show. Yeah. You're doing a really good job. Good we, job, dads. And moms, as always, you're doing a great job. Yeah. And everybody just hang in there. Keep keep the judging to yourself, or at least in a humorous way, uh, or with a really good friend where no one else can hear you, um, and uh, try and tell each other that you're doing a good job when you see another parent out there. It really makes a huge difference. Yeah, and have a really fun Father's Day. Yes. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. You know that right. We'd like to thank Max Fun, Lindsay Pavlis, our engineer, our husbands, Stefan Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, visit MaximumFun.org and click on Donate. Do you have a genius or fail moment you'd like to share on the show? Then leave us a message at 206-350-9485. Full-on rage-induced rants are also welcome. Well, Daddy, baby, bustin' by, not throw down mama blue. Oh, said Daddy, baby, bustin' by, not throw down mama MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.